you're going to learn today. Hour number two, part two of the Lemon City Lab podcast is brought to you by Big Brother Express. For all your moving and logistical needs, whether you're moving across the town or across town or across the state, call our boy Frank at 305-767-8513. That's 305-767-8513 or visit BigBrotherExpress.com. What if you're Dwayne Wade and you're moving to China? He's, he'll hook you up. Frank sure, will find I'm, a way. I'm sure Frank they're paying everything for him over there. Yeah, <laughs> probably. He's got, that's all expense paid, but Frank will find a way to, to get him uh, safely over to, to China. 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 That's awesome. China. To China. I like saying the word China. China. I want to go to China. Bro, honestly, it's like a long China, ass flight. Yeah. Asia is... Okay, I'm, I've opened up a little bit more to like maybe wanting to go to like Japan mm-hmm. and China a little bit more. But some of those other countries there, I really... It just doesn't appeal to me. I feel like I would like to see it and I'm not going to be like, no, I'll never go there, you know? But Yeah, yeah, you guys can go to India. But I want to go to China. Yeah. The lady, lady boys. boys. But anyway, what I'm saying is, I would boys? like. Lady boys? No, no, guys. You're going to spill it. Everybody's going to see you on the feed. <laughs> <laughs> Spit it up because he doesn't have Anyway, what I'm saying is, not that I don't want to go to these places, but I feel like there's a lot of other places I want to go to first. Oh, for like sure. A, I want to go to fucking Spain and watch a classical. Yeah, yeah. What's that? What? What? What's that drink? Oh. What? The scissor? Scissor? Oh. He's got her, her red anyway, but what I'm saying is I'd rather go to like I'd rather go to a few places in Europe. Yeah. Even some places in Africa that I want to see. And then, you know, Asia. I, I still want to see some other places. So you'll go to a, you'll go to like a African like desolate area before you go to China. I'm not gonna go to desolate area. I'll go to like right. Morocco, one of those right. nice little countries up there. Oh, I thought you were talking about going like in a like in a jungle somewhere. Yeah, I'll go back to Dubai, I'll go Bro, back to Have you seen that documentary Bahrain. about the the fucking the lost ark? That it's supposedly somewhere in Ethiopia. Some about Noah's Ark? No, not Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's Indiana like a, Jones. It's like a tomb it's or like something? The, yeah, like the Ten Commandments. Oh, the Holy Grail? Of, uh, not the Holy Grail. That's something else. Oh. You never saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, bro? I can't remember. Like Indiana Jones? I mean, I saw, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, what's the... It's, it's, what's, it's like a... What's the name of the word here? It's like a treasure chest kind of thing, but inside is the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so if I, I find it, it'd be that, like worth a hundred million dollars. The Ark of the Covenant. That's what it is. The Ark of the Covenant. That's what I was forgetting. Yeah. Supposedly, oh. it's it's uh, it's a uh, heavily guarded somewhere in Ethiopia. Oh yeah. Yeah, I ain't going over there. Only one guy can see it. Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Nah, do- Donald uh, Trump. Fuck out of here. He can see everything. <laughs> <laughs> Raul says uh, Japan is awesome. Singapore is supposed to be incredible. I mean, the same as Singa. Oh. <laughs> same as Singa, and it has to be good. <laughs> <laughs> But um, anyway, I, I just to me it's just that up there. There's a lot of yeah. other places that I like to go, but I have opened up a little more to Japan and to, to going to some of these other places. I think it'd be pretty cool. Like Pingasaur. Oh, <laughs> Pingasaur. Yeah, no, fuck That's a sore. Like STDs? No, fuck a sore. Singa no. is, is uh, it's not Pinga. Singa. Yes. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Oh lord. <laughs> All I heard was Zika. 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 <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to that, huh? I mean, you know, government, government scare. Yeah, government scared us. And then, yeah. you know, they it closed was, off it was, Wynwood for like a few months and yeah. now we're all good. If yeah. your baby, no people were scared to have sex because your baby will come out looking like a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, Hong Kong is dope. I'm hearing here online. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we're back with part two of the uh, Lemon City Life Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, you can get to your phone in a second here. Anyway. All right. So, we're, we're here for part two. We're going to talk a little NFL. Yeah. We're talk a little football, the other type. Break a little baseball. Maybe if we can get some time. But anyway, okay. So, let's get to the uh, little bit of sad news locally. Mm. Thought we should talk about it first. Mm. You know, pay our respects. We were never big fans of Tony Sperano. I think the consensus of Tony Sperano... As a, no, nothing against the guy as a human, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a dude, you know, just as a coach, because none of us really knew him here as a, personally. He could have been a, a small guy, and from what I hear, he was a really, you know, liked by his players and everything. As a coach, kind of like, eh, different about him, you know? Kind of rang on him a little bit for getting excited about field goals. That's what yeah. I always remember. He had that one good season. But he had the one good season, you know? Yes, he but did. But for those of you who don't know, Tony Sperano passed away this weekend. Um, yeah. Apparently some heart failure or something like that. 
uh, he was What's crazy is that he was experiencing like chest pains. They took him to the hospital. They ran all these tests. They kept him overnight. The next day, they were like, "All right, you're good to go." Yeah. And then that night, he just died in his sleep. Crazy, bro. It, uh, what's that? Is is an EKG when he checked the heart? Yeah. Uh, if I don't know how they missed that, because if you want you to do an EKG, it tells you everything. Yeah. But it's just sad. He was a great coach. I, I want to say great because because I don't want to use that word too much. He was a great coach because when he brought the Wildcat, yeah, it changed the game of football. Yeah. That for two years. Yeah. After that, people picked up on it. So if you're a coach and you can bring something like that, that's innovative. That the Patriots can pick it up. Yeah. yeah you, deser- you deserve to get the respects of the, the greatness. Literally out coach Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, only that guy. season. Only yeah. guy is legit and then out-coach. everybody started copying him. Everybody started yeah. copying the Wildcat. And then I, I look at it this way. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm trying now, you know, in retrospect, looking back at, at what he did in his tenure here, obviously it's unfortunate the circumstances at which we're looking at this, but we're looking at it nonetheless. And what's really what's really amazing is that Think about, okay, think about Madden, the game, okay? Yeah. Think about the game John Madden football, right? Mm-hmm. I can think of two times in the history of, of, of Madden, you know, competitive Madden in the last 20 years, you know, since 2000, where something has happened that has changed, that they had to change the game for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Football is something that's been played the same way yeah. for, for so long, and, you know, it's just, it is what it is, you know what I mean? But there was two people... Or two times in, in this NFL story where something happened and it, it changed the video game uh, landscape. One was the introduction of Michael Vick. That's true. Who <laughs> yeah. was just, Michael Vick was a created character that was in real life that just, if you played with the Falcons in that uh, 2004 Madden, you, just, you were you killing were everybody. You it was cheating. cheating, you know yeah. what I mean? And secondly was what you said, the Wildcat offense was something that was like so ahead of, not ahead of its time. It was, it was right for its time, but it was so like, you know, like out of left field that it, had, it left Madden scrambling, like, yo, we got to put this in the game the following year. And I think that was really, when you look at it, and you look at these offenses that are playing now, I really think that was the genesis. That was the, what catapulted a lot of these new offenses that you see. You know, the, back in the day, you had the one running back, you know, ground and pound, ground and pound, throw it over the top, you know, play mm-hmm. action, the same structure of offenses. Now... Running back by committee is is the thing. That's what everybody does now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the 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 premier, the the featured back. It's less and less. Look at Le'Veon Bell right now, trying to get that max money, and and they don't, uh, want, to and they don't want to give it to him because they're like, hey, look, we he wants to be paid like an offensive weapon, and but they're looking yeah. at it like, yo, we can, you know, we'll give we you can 10 just minutes, insert but, somebody else and they can do the same job. Else. You yeah. know, our system is gonna make you better, and we just it, but, that value is not there. But he's getting fucked because he's above that that train of thought. He's legit. That number one, he's a great back. back. He's a yeah. great back. That guy, man. He, 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 they keep trying him, and he keeps putting up those numbers, man. No, he, he does. He's, he's winning when you think about the grand scheme of that. If we want to stay on that, yeah. He's getting fourteen. He's getting fourteen, fifteen million dollars this year. Exactly. And he got it for the past three years. Yeah. So he technically got top paid money just on not a commitment based version of it. Yeah, exactly. But, but he's, but exactly, he's gambling though. Yeah, yeah. He's betting on himself. Yeah. But if he yeah. gets hurt, it's gone. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And no, no guaranteed money there. You know what I mean? This yeah. is a one year. Play your ass off. And then also, if he doesn't play his ass off and he doesn't have the statistics to say he stays healthy, but he drops off statistically, they're not going to franchise him. Then he's just... Yeah, you know, next hey, year next year he'll be a typical whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So he's got a lot of pressure on him. It's a little unnecessary that it goes that way. But, you know, it is what it is. That's how he's done it. But with, uh, with him... Let me see here. Oh, no, no. I thought somebody was commenting there. But I look at it, I look at it this way, and I think that, that what this guy did with the Wildcat that day against the Patriots, like, really was just... That was like a, almost like an alternate reality. We're we're going on this like, like this so this good. trajectory of the same football, and all of a sudden, Ronnie Brown. Everybody finds out he's left-handed. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck? And what just happened? It just changed everything. Now, but now you see these kind of offenses more often. You don't see the crazy wildcat off uh, every once in a while. You see a little wildcat option. Yeah, you know, direct snap to a to a uh, running, running back, back or a wide receiver yeah. or something like that. But you're seeing a lot more of these, you know, college style offenses. Yeah. You know, yeah. the zone read. That mm-hmm. was something that was unheard of. You didn't see that anywhere else before. You know what I mean? That was a college thing. Now it's it's implemented in almost in NFL, every yeah. in every in every I, playbook. I always thought that when I was in college and in high school, really, and I was like, how all these plays work in college, and the guys are faster and, and but it never worked in the NFL. Yeah. And now, like the NFL, the the college game is crept into the NFL offenses, mm-hmm. and you got guys who. 
Tim Tebow, who thrived for three, three to four good years with that Carter-style offense. And now you, you're going to have um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, who who's over there in Baltimore. They're going to yeah. have to implement a Carter-style type offense um, to elevate his game. So it's, yeah. it, it, he, Tony Sperano, he, he saw something that a lot of – you got to be – you have to be – you have to have the third eye to see that. You have to have a third eye to see, like, oh, yeah. let's try this because no one is doing it, and we're going to surprise the whole NFL. Oh yeah, it's, you're throwing up a gimmick. Yeah, you got to have some major cojones to, yeah. to pull you to that do off. it. You do it, and and that was his first win as the head coach that year when he won against the Patriots. And that was the great, play, the great, a great way to win. Yeah. Hey guys, by the way, if you're the for those of you still watching, make sure to click the subscribe button. I don't know where it is on your screen, but it's somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. But uh, make sure to subscribe, like share help us out every single like every single subscribe every single share means a great deal to us right greatly 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 appreciate it so thank you very much for that um but going on to what you were saying yeah he you you wake up one day and say yo it's bad bro let's try something bro let's and let me ask you this you you played you played offense as well yes you know throughout your um universe remind me a little bit Mm -hmm. uh so you played uh you played offense I know me as a guy who just played in little pickup games and stuff like that. Anytime we called like a gimmick play, like thing, yo, right? double <laughs> double reverse halfback pass, flea flicker on three. You know, anytime we call something, like we get excited about that. Like I gotta imagine as a player in in that huddle when or the day you know, that this guy calls the, the like hey we're gonna, yeah like during the week leading up to the Patriots game when Sperano says all right guys gather around bro bro it's gather like, around bring it around because I got I got some weird shit to tell you right now. Like Shane Falco and the fucking uh, replacements. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like at first the players have got to be like, "What the fuck, Wildcat?" You know, but yeah. wait, you mean Ronnie's gonna just take it? Wait, Chad's out in the as a, as a flanker? Are you kidding me? Ricky Williams is running. He's at receiver. He's yeah, doing what? He's, he's yeah. in motion. Like it's got to be weird at first, but it's also got to be exciting. Like that's I feel still, like if mate, you're a part of excites me. Yeah, like thinking about it. Were you a, 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 a spawner? Spawner. Spawner alert. Hashtag spawner. And uh, uh, th- thank you to Pedro. Thank you to John for subscribing. Appreciate it. Uh, now, let me ask you, if were you a part of any, like, weird gimmick plays or anything like that, whether on offense or defense at any point in your – Pop in Warner. Your Pop, Pop Warner. Warner. You, didn't Pop get Warner. A, you didn't get a not, chance not to in high school. Oh, no, I lied. In high school, yes. In high school? In high school. We had a, we had a reverse uh, pass, and I was the guy who was running for the pass. Nice. Uh, nice. But that's about it. It doesn't work in college. And you got huh? too many athletes. You have – like Devin Hester got those kind of plays over there, you know, Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roscoe Paris got that kind of. DJ Williams no, did no uh, annexation of Puerto Rico. It was a punt. It was a fake punt. <laughs> a fake punt, and he ran yeah. it up the middle against. Uh, against Florida, Florida State. State in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we called that. Uh, right. Yeah, coach Coach uh, Shapiro used to uh, not Shapiro. Coach uh, um, the running backs, Coach uh, Solinger. Coach Solinger. Yeah, coach Solinger yeah. used to uh, call it. I forgot what it, I think it was called Bronco or something like that. Yeah. And he ran right through the hole. Like, it'll, it'll be a botch, fake botch punt, and then he'll – it worked every time in practice, and he knew he'll be able to – because, you know, D.J. Williams was a running back in high yeah. school. Yeah. So he was he was legit, like, a dog in college, in high school at uh, – I forgot what, that, what high school he went to. It was, like, a big high school that was undefeated for, like, four years. Oh, really? Yeah. Wasn't he for, but he was he a South Florida guy? Or? No, D.J. Williams was from California. Oh, California? Yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, okay. He went, I forgot, the same school Maurice Jones Jr. went to. A lot of great athletes went to that school. They had. Oh, they actually okay. did a documentary on ESPN about his high school. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. I, I forgot I'll the name of it. it yeah. Uh, but long story short, yeah, I never I never did a gimmick play in college, but I did in high school. De La Salle High School. Ah, okay. They were a powerhouse. I think they kind of, I ain't going to say they fell off, but... The schools in Cali caught up, caught up with their uh, style of game. Hey, it was his birthday the other day. Yeah, Gino's old. Yeah, he turned 36, yeah. Yeah, DJ Williams. That's awesome. 42 touchdowns in a season in college. Dang. On high school. Uh, on high school, yeah. yeah. In California, too. Now, okay, so you were never part of a gimmick play. I had a really sick gimmick play that we used to do in our flag football league, and I always Red liked seven? running it. Uh, well, yeah, Red 7. <laughs> Hot route. I like uh, that was always my uh, the first play I used to run at every game, and it was I would line up at center because you know it's four four and four, so I'd line up at center. We'd send the the left receiver in motion, right? He comes running, the quarterback is in shotgun, and he's still like you know he's he's going high route, high route. So the guy's coming around, and he's looking at the other receiver, and then I do a soft snap, so the guy gets the snap while he's coming across. Then the other receiver comes back for reverse, 
right? So he gives it to him. Our quarterback is like just like, what's going on? And he just kind of like sneaks out as a short dump off. But usually the play has two options. One, the guy who's getting the sweep to run it. Or me, after the snap, I just slowly just go drift to the back and get behind the defense, and then I'm open. <laughs> and they throw it deep, and hey, yeah, that's how I like to get you know, They show that. all your athletic ability oh, bro, right there. Throw it all right there, yeah. bro. You know, that's the first play of the game. Hit him, you know, hit him right in the face. Yeah, the and then he lose about 28 <laughs> points. Hey, hey, we were pretty, we were pretty good. We were pretty good. We had some good plays. But we have fun out there. <laughs> yeah, we had fun out there. We had a lot of heart. That's what we say to the guys that are really bad. But um, <laughs> it's but he was young, Tony Sperano, was fifty two, right? Yeah, he was in his fifties, man, fifty six. Fifty six. Yeah. That's yeah. still young. But you know. now back back to yeah back to the Sperano thing. I want to ask you, you, I mean, you were playing in the NFL, um, and if I ask, were you a Dolph, You weren't a Dolphins fan, or you were? I, no, you I, weren't I, a football I, I, fan. I've always been a Dolphins fan by default because I was a Dan Marino fan. Uh, when I grew up, I. Football was not my number one sport. Yeah. And when I got fast, when I when I found out I had speed, that's when football started to, to come Powers. more important <laughs> because I saw a way out. Gus, what did it sound like when he got speed? The little NFL song. That's what it sounded like when he woke up one day. He was like, "Oh, I have speed." Oh. My God, my legs are moving faster than I can pre- ever predict it. You, you look. You, you remind me of like those guys in the neighborhood that I had that were always like, yo, let's race, man. Let's race. Were you one of those guys? No, see, the thing about everybody? it, I wasn't. No? But everybody wanted to race me once they started noticing I was really? fast. And yeah. I feel like that was that was like, I have a... <laughs> they thought it was a fluke. They was like, man, you, you just, that, that's a fluke. Because the, the way I found out I was fast, it was actually in seventh grade. Yeah. Uh, we had field day. Okay. And we had like the 60-yard shuttle, like the, who could run oh, the fastest. Yeah. yeah. So... I won the first time. I was like, okay, race again. I won the second time. So I was like, okay, I'm, ra- I'm racing against the fastest guy now. I think it was a guy named Dwight, and it was Roscoe. I beat them. So I was like, what Damn. the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? That's why I said, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I'm Breaking fast. Over here. I was like, I'm fast now. I'm go fast. So they, like, that's when like I started getting popular. Like, yo, yo, Tanar, you like, you beat Roscoe, you beat Dwight. Like, what the fuck? Like, how you got fast? And in the back of my head, like, I knew my dad ran for the Bahamas Olympic team. He was, he was fast. Oh, really? Yeah, but I didn't think his, his, his sperm started to generate. Like, <laughs> like I, it woke up in my system, and I became fast. Like, it was, I was a late bloomer, ah, okay. if you want to call it. <laughs> the first race he won was as a sperm. Yeah, that's exactly. That so race. it woke up. But, yeah, when I realized I was, I was fast, I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm, I'm that dude now. Then everybody wanted to start racing me now. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'll tell you, I had a friend, or I still have a friend, a uh, uh, good buddy of mine, Renee. I don't know if he's listening, but he, uh, <laughs> as kids growing up, he was the, the TD. Yeah, he yeah. was like, we were all like outdoor kids growing up in the neighborhood. So we were never, like video games was what you played on a rainy day. So we were always outside playing sports, whatever it was. We had a good childhood. And, and, and uh, your, uh, Maria can attest to this. Maria. She, uh-huh. knows, she knows Renee. But I think it was even before they got there because me and him go real way back. Anyway, he's the kind of guy, like, if a new kid came into the neighborhood, like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, bro, you like sports? And he's like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Do you want to hang out? Yeah, let's play. And he's like, but first, we got to race, bro. We got to race. We got to see who's fastest because that's what determined everything yeah, as a kid. That's oh, true. he's the yeah. fastest kid. So I was yep. just like, that's how everything was as a kid. It's like, oh, we got to run. You got to race. That was the first me. thing you did, bro. And you, you, <laughs> like, a weird childhood. We had one of those guys who used to take his shoes off and, and run barefooted. I'm like, how? I used to see people, they're like, how does that make you faster? Dude, I don't know. Like, that shit like, hurts. I don't yeah. even like being barefooted in my house. Yeah, when guys just take their shoes off, I'm like, yo, I'm telling myself as a kid, like, that don't See, hurt. I don't walk the pavement is hot as fuck, so you want to finish the race. Yeah, as quick and, as and, they, and they used to run fast as fuck with the shoes off too. I was yeah. like, yo, I don't know what the hell you on, bro. Oh, I ain't taking my shoes off. Fucking well, training in Ethiopia. Traction. Yeah, but you ever seen those shoes know. with the toes? Those oh, are yeah. weird as fuck. Oh yeah, like those we call them frog toes. Those are weird. Yeah, they 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 was popular. It was popular for like a year, and he fell off. Adidas started with him. Oh, my, my boy uh, Mark got that, and we did Warrior Dash, one of those like stupid fucking obstacle courses. Oh, yeah, And yeah. He, he's like, yeah, I'm ready. And no, he did it with, no, he did Warrior Dash with that one. And he had him on, and he was doing his run, and he hated it. He was like, <laughs> the worst, most uncomfortable thing ever. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, sh- hey, shout out to Chirasco Wonton joining in. Says uh, for Edwin, right. it was the kid who could jump the highest. So he's, ah. he's questioning my vert. I got incredible vert, for those of you who don't know. 
30, 12 inches. It's about this 12 big. inches. Yeah. 12? That's generous. I was the, in my neighborhood, I was the, the fast kid. You were the fast kid? Yeah, I can see you being the fast kid. You're low to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. More explosive. Low, low center of gravity. Yeah. But I also have very, Edwin can attest, I can jump pretty high. Yeah, Gus actually can touch the backboard, and I couldn't do it when we were at the gym the other day, and I was pretty embarrassed. Oh, so, and I got—I have like a whole foot on him, you know what I mean? So Gus is the real athlete, then, basically. Gus, he can just jump real high, okay, and that's it. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> anyway, back to Sperano. Um, hater, hating, you know, super hating there. Uh, okay, I will—I will say this. So, like, I was getting what I was getting at, asking you if you were a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Now, in the last 20 years since Marino, it's been since '98. It's been 20 years, right? 20 years of misery, yeah. mm-hmm. and we have nothing exciting that has happened. Oh, two, two playoff appearances since then. That's two it. playoff appearances in 20 years. Uh-huh. A lot of heartache. A lot of, you know, crap. Now, the 20 years prior to that, we had a lot more success, you know, than these last 20 years. But when you look back at it, Sperano and that one season was the most success and the best we felt as Dolphin fans in that whole 20-year block, bro. And yeah. who was your quarterback at the time, too, if you remember? It was Chad Pennington. Yeah, That's yeah. why they had yeah. to do Wildcat. Yeah. Because but, his ass couldn't throw. He hey. had that badass shoulder. Yeah, but he almost won MVP that season. Remember that? Peyton Manning got an overrated MVP that year. Yeah. You know? And, and he uh, deserved it over and, Chad and, Pennington. No, Chad Pennington was the more... Dude, he went from 1-15 to 11-5, yeah. bro. And dude, that was uh, all yeah. and him. Then, and then after... Uh, Chad Pennington didn't throw any interceptions that season. He was great. He's now, always, he's the, when he was he always playoff, one of the more accurate quarterbacks. Yeah, he was very league. accurate. When he got to the playoff, that first that game, yeah. the first playoff game against... He got exposed. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he threw five picks, and we got killed by Baltimore. I was there. Because they set on his routes. Like, he couldn't throw... Mm-hmm. The one yeah. thing you knew, he couldn't throw deep balls. Well, Baltimore was just a you know, sophisticated defense. They game plan for us, and, you know, they did what nobody else was able to do that season, you know? But I will say that Sperano is responsible for the best Dolphin memories that you have for the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean, and there was that other season. What other season? The last time we made the playoffs. The two seasons ago? Yeah. But there was nothing memorable about that. No, we, there wasn't. We backed, <laughs> it, we backed into the playoffs. You yeah. know what I mean? It was, it was, a, it was a, a cluttered. We were 10-6. and six, you And know? we lost our quarterback for the playoffs. And too. we lost the quarterback. So we went into that playoff game with Matt Moore throwing the ball. You know I respect mean? him. Huh? I respect Mac Moore. Yeah, you can respect yeah, yeah. him, but still, it's, it's, it, there was nothing memorable about that season. No, no. You get what I'm saying? But if you look at it, in the last 20 years, there was this moment, you know, the Jay Fiedler years, you know, there was some, some, some little promise there. We had a couple of playoff appearances. Ray Lucas? Yeah, uh, no, 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 Jay Fiedler. Ray but Lucas. We had, Ray Lucas was a quarterback too, right? Yeah, he was high yeah, garbage. Yeah, Cleo Lemon. We gone through a bunch Cleo of Lemon, crowds, that's what yeah. Cleo yeah, Lemon, man. that's what we named our show after. <laughs> Say a shout out to Cleo Lemon. Um, who was the other guy that we had that was garbage? Um... Greasy? Uh, oh, yeah, we had Greasy, man. Jay Feely. No, Jay. Yeah, Jay, AJ Feely. That was the guy. Jay mm-hmm. Feely was the kicker. Um, who did, who did John Beck. John Beck. That guy was another bum. Yeah. Chad Henney. We've had a lot of The list goes on and on. Like, if it wasn't that Cleveland is so bad at, at quarterbacks, we'd be, we'd be the one that they'd always be showing. You know how they would show that Cleveland yeah. Browns jersey with the tape over oh, every single name? Yeah, we'd be up there, too, because we're just, like, just as pathetic. But let me ask you. The... Uh, if you look back at it, yeah, Sperano is responsible for the best season that we've had in the last 20 years where we were really genuinely excited about stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were, we were like, whoa, this team, we, we really thought we had a chance to surprise the people. We, mm-hmm. You know, we're like, yo, this is, yo, Chad, man. Like, Chad's the man. I saw Chad Pennington at a heat game that year, man. I took a yeah. picture with him, man. I was so <laughs> excited. I was like, yo, fucking Dan Marino's here. No, I want Chad Pennington's picture, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was excited about. I was about. so excited about that guy, like, Throughout the season, yeah. that when we first signed him, I was like, man, fuck this fucking jet. <laughs> yeah, because he did come with jets. Mm-hmm. But as the season went on, I'm like, all right, I fuck with, Pat, with Chad Pennington. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he, he, was, yeah. Consi- he was consistent. Some Chad was great, bro. The Chad was great. And yeah. then, you know, Chad got hurt and never played again. Tony, Tony yeah. Sperano, he, he never gave you the impression like he was part of the mob. Oh, yeah. The way Tony he Soprano, looked. bro. Tony Soprano. Yeah, with the glasses. Soprano, like, yeah, he yeah. had that tough guy, like, I'll yeah. fuck oh. you up look. Yeah, he's definitely an extra on the on the Sopranos, bro. He mm-hmm. had that that yeah, that that uh, what do you, wise guy look? You know, that what wise mean? guy. Yeah, yeah, he was a made what man. What the fuck you looking at? Hey, I'm a whack you over here. Eh? Mm-hmm. You know, he looked like one of those guys. But he was a made man. He was definitely, he was a made man, and he'll he'll forever be remembered for that because he gave us something that was you know spectacular for however brief it was. It unfortunately, it's the only thing that we have to hang on to. It's it's that and seventy two dolphins. You know, <laughs> that's all we got, bro. <laughs> and Dan Marino. Yeah. 
and Dan Marino. Yeah. That guy. Rest in peace. Like real talk for Tony Sperano, man. Yeah, he, man he, yeah. He's that sucks. Yeah, that sucks, bro. He's a great tribute to NFL history. Yeah. So anyway, um, keep it with the Dolphins here. I'm gonna pull up a little article here. ESPN. Oh. Your competition over there. Where we're Team NFL Network. Yeah. But uh, your uh, your competition over here, NFL, ESPN released their 2018 NFL QB tiers. So oh, yeah. 50 executives ranked the starting quarterbacks into four different tiers of quarterbacks, you know? Yeah. Um, ranking the tier one quarterback. Can, and th- these are the categories. So tier one quarterback can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. He expertly handles uh, pure passing situations. That's a tier one. Um, let's see here. Tier two, and I don't like how this website is. Tier two, is there a... Yeah, what? This is all subjective, by the way. So. Well, these, it was researched by these 50 executives that, that you know, gave their input on everything. Um, okay. Yeah, you're going uh, to search or you're going to Yeah, talk? I'm trying to pull it up, <laughs> but you know what? The, the site is, like, not working for and me And I'm here. sure you've seen it. Just talk about it, man. Yeah, yeah it, for real. <laughs> it's not working. ESPN's like, wait, your, your team who now? Yeah, sons of bitches. Baseball. baseball? I can't see what that is. Oh, yeah, J-Lo with, uh, with A-Rod? Yeah, she's that's that, that's that Latino blood right there, man. She's just, she's, a, she's above beyond greatness. J-Lo, man, yeah, bro. J-Lo's, J-Lo's still. 49, bro. Jenny from the block. Yeah, man. All right, they don't really give the specifics on what a tier one is. It's subjective, yeah. Is it very all right? Say a tier one quarterback can carry his team each week. Yeah, the team wins because of him. He's expert. Uh, can't say that word right now. Expertly handles no. yeah. per passing situations. So, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers as a tier one. You have Tom Brady as a tier one. Those are the tier one guys. So I'm gonna go to tier two. Yeah. Drew Brees and. Uh... So ben Roethlisberger are the other two. All right, yeah. tier two is... If hey, shout out to uh, Evan there for the follow. <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? Hey, uh, Jesse says, your materva over here looks like a pinga with yellow balls. Oh. <laughs> yes, it does. I can see it from here. Was that, was, was that on purpose? Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was just saying that was just for him. That's awesome. Anyway, um, oh, we got some cowboys are better over here. Ah, you know what it is? Oh, is that Manny? <laughs> uh, no, 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 that's not Manny. Um, oh, yeah. oh, okay, it's because it's asking me to activate an insider account, and I have a password. I don't know why it's doing this. Oh, shit. so they're not really no. giving you, so you Yeah, know, okay, oh, yeah. so forget that. Anyway, I'll tell you where Stop they have it. Bitch. Yeah, they say, I'm not going to log in. Come on, yes, man, get it right. Bro. I hate that. I have it, but I hate that they do that. You're trying to get you to buy shit. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah, go ahead. So they got our boy, Tannehill, ranked 27. Yeah. How do you feel about that, bro? Like, I think you, that's. I look, think that's right. I think it's right, but like I, I don't think he is the twenty seventh. But I think it's right because he hasn't been able to play. He the past had, two exactly, seasons. exactly. He he shows glimpse of good Has quarterback. He? Yes, stop it, man. Like yeah, he shows yeah, glimpse of good. He has, but what man. good? Like for all right, if Tannehill didn't get hurt and Beck, not Beck, what I'm talking about, Matt Moore mm-hmm. didn't have to show up, Tannehill could have led you guys through that playoff win against Pittsburgh. I yeah. believe so. Okay. Yeah. I believe so. He had he had enough to get you guys there. He got hurt, so okay, we got to move on. But T- Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback. He's not the keyword good, not great. But, now, which is all you need. But we're paying him great money, though. And that's not his fault. It's the market. Yeah. yeah. It's the market. There's plenty you can't, of other quarterbacks that are making yeah, great money. You can't. You he's can't. Be, you can't one. fault him for that. Mm-hmm. So he's giving you just enough to keep you relevant inside your division. Okay. Imagine if you're like the Jets that you don't have a quarterback. Okay. Yeah. And you're trying to figure it out each year. Yeah. So Ryan Tannehill, to me, is exactly where he needs to be. He can easily jump from 27 to 10 next year. What? If he wins the division, if he beats Tom Brady. If he, if he, if he, if he wins the division and beats Tom Brady. And oh, okay. All right. I wouldn't say he Hold can on. easily do it, but he can do it. Okay. Can't, okay, what what in his professional career has shown you that he could possibly do that? Bro, the guy has won games with no offensive line. Man, he's he's a good quarterback, bro. The guy has won games with no offensive line. And the prime example. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. And the prime example showed that your backup quarterback 
can't do nothing for you. So if, if you, yeah. so if, if they would have say he's won games, I can tell you he's lost. And, and if, think of, if you would have drafted, yeah. you wanted with no offensive line. And what still, but you wanted Lamar, you wanted Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I want. You would have been worse off with Lamar Jackson. I don't know about that. <laughs> because I'm saying you can. All right, we talk about gimmicks. Fans on YouTube. We talk about gimmicks. Okay. Who do you want as quarterback? What do you think of Tannehill? We talk. We talk about gimmick quarterbacks. We know Lamar Jackson can run. Well, he's not an accurate quarterback. Ryan Tannehill has accuracy to his game. He's not Drew Brees. He's not like a, a, a eagle eye. He's not Tom Brady. He's not, of course, Tom uh, Peyton Manning. But he gets it done with, with, the, with the weapons he has. So you ask for a 27 quarterback, that's what you, you get a 27, tier, uh, 27 type of quarterback. If he wins the division, wins, they win that division. He will be a top ten quarterback because he's the only reason they will win the division. Yeah, because it won't got, be the defense. They got, they got rid of all his. Uh, yeah, they don't have a defense anymore. All his weapons. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm just. I like Tannehill. I'm a Tannehill fan, and I'm a, uh, a like Matt Moore too. fan. I like Tannehill too. I don't know, bro. I I would I would legit. Let me see. How do I how do I structure this here so that it makes the most sense? Look. Uh, oh, we got Jesse over here. Says he'll take Lamar over Ryan. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. So we already got another guy. Because he's the I, sexy, I, he's the sexy pick. I, aside from sexy pick, let's just say I would. I think that there is probably if there's 26 other quarterbacks that are ahead of of uh, of Ryan Tannehill right now on this list, I would probably take any one of these quarterbacks over him right now. So you take Andy Dalton? I'd take. You know what? That's exactly what Ryan Tannehill is, bro. He is. Andy, hey, Andy Dalton. Dalton. The red rifle? He's no the way. red rifle. No and way. I think Andy Dalton is in a better, has been in a better situation, so his stats are going to be a little better. He's got more – obviously, he has A.J. Green, and he's had a running game and stuff like that. So he's had better weapons. But he is exactly the same thing as this guy. They're, they're vanilla. They're not going to get you anything exciting. They do what they do. They're, you know, they've shown you some glimpses. Incorrect. But you, they are but, that is but, but watch this, though. How, how, many, how, many, how many coaches great. has Andy Dalton have? Yeah, had. He only had one. How many yeah. coaches had Ryan Tannehill had? Exactly. A lot. That play, yo, that if you're a rookie quarterback and you you're going through two coaches bro. already, you're trying to figure out what kind of offense I'm going to run. Is that his problem? It, it, unfortunately, it's it's out of his hand, and that's mismanagement on the team. You know what I mean? By having this revolving door at coaches, mm-hmm. I feel for him on that. But if you're a transcendent athlete and you're somebody, you gotta give that 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 has promise. You gotta give us hope, bro. And we have no hope with, with Tannehill. Okay, like, he okay but we're fire. not saying that. He, we he just finished saying anything. that he's not a great quarterback. He's a he's good, good quarterback. quarterback. I just, I, okay, he's good, but I'm, to me, I'm just done with I'll good. watch this now. Watch I'd this rather, now. Watch I'd this. rather take a prospect and a possible. I'd rather take a gamble on somebody than continue with the status quo that so we have. So if RG3 was available to come to your RG3's team. RG3 is a bomb. He's so oh, no, no. No. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just saying, though. No. You know uh, what? I would take I would take I would take any of these quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round over over uh over it, Tannehill. Yeah, it, man. man. Those guys are not proven. Man. I would take any of those because at least they give us hope and at least there's the prospect of something. We know what we like the ceiling has been hit with Tannehill. No, it we hasn't. know he's good. No, it hasn't. You can't no, it hasn't. say that, you man. Can't say that, man. The the front office of the Miami Dolphins did not give him an extension just because they felt sorry for him. They gave him an extension because they see promise in his game. They they saw maybe a little bit of of promise, but you know what it was? It was the market that decided his And they see promise in his game because the draft was next year. They could have easily drafted a quarterback. Yeah, they could have, but they they invested too much. The timing was right, and they had to pay him at that moment. And that when the draft came around, they had just invested on him, so they could they they, they weren't going to they could have still drafted a quarterback in the first round. No, bro, but they haven't. Man. That's the thing. They 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 they, they struck out on every quarterback that nah, we've ever they, drafted. They didn't have to sign him. Then they could have. Uh... Out of all the quarterbacks the Dolphins had since Dan Marino, who's the the guy who's been there the longest as besides Jay Feely, because he was not drafted there. He was. I think he came in as a, a free Jay agent. Jay Feely was the quarterback for the Jaguars during all right, Dan so Marino's last. I'm talking. I'm talking about NFL drafted game. to the Dolphins that stayed there for more than three years. Oh, he's the only one. He's the only one. He's been there for four years now. Oh, we had mm-hmm. Chad Henney for a few years. Three, like three years, bro. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Really I, I look Dante Culpepper. I would have taken with his busted knee. Stop it. Anyway, uh, John over here says, yeah, he thinks there's more of a ceiling with Tannehill. Thank you, John. Okay. You know football, John. I love you. John doesn't know football. <laughs> Listen, uh, he, he might know some other stuff, but no, he doesn't know what he's talking about here. He's wrong, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no ceiling. The ceiling Stop has been hit. 
I'm confident. I'm confident enough. This, this, this is how confident I am in Ryan Tannehill. Broke through the ceiling already. I'm confident enough that Ryan, if Ryan, if Ryan Tannehill stays healthy the entire year, the entire year, he will lead the Dolphins to the playoffs, and possibly can put them into the conference championship. But you're asking. If he is healthy, keyword. Keyword. Man, Again. listen, you can't tell me the Eagles went in there and did what they did with the kind of offense they got and won games. Oh, now the Eagles are the sexy team in the NFL. They just figured it out. They just figured it out. No, man. I Ryan just... Tannehill, once he figured it out as a fourth-year veteran in the NFL, he can take that team into, deep into the playoffs. Uh-huh. And I will be the first person, first, first, first person <laughs> here to say it. Uh-huh. I will be at NFL Network probably that time in the playoffs. That's okay. right. I will come back. Uh-huh. And get back on this mic and say, I told you so. Oh, bro, I, 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 I really wait. hope you can tell me that. I really, really hope because then that means we've been in a good spot. But I am not believing <laughs> uh, I'm not buying that, man. It's like, like, look, we, we, okay, we got some comments over here. It says, you think it's so, uh, uh, Evan says he uh, misses uh, Jay Fiedler. Evan misses anything from like 10 years ago or more. Exactly. Now, uh, Jesse over here says, I think we haven't seen his lowest but we've seen his ceiling already, which I think that's a fair assessment. We've, we, we maybe haven't seen, you know, the lowest, but we've, we've seen what Tannehill can, can bring you. And I, to me, bro, I'm just like, I feel like we've really tried. You know, I, honestly, I don't know whose fault it was the, two years ago when he, when he blew out his, uh, his, his knee, knee. Mm-hmm. and that the decision to not get surgery, I don't know if that was his decision or the Dolphins. He got a second opinion, so I think it was his decision. But yeah. the Dolphins... Should have had the surgery right after it happened. Man, it's really not up. It's really not up to him. It's really not. If he got a second opinion, he left it up to his hands. But this, I can agree to. I, I can disagree to agree with you. But I'm gonna agree with you on this. Yeah. This is his last year to show what he can do. Oh, for sure, yeah. dude. If he doesn't get anything done this year, he's out. Done, yeah, bro. for sure. Unhack garbage, man. Okay. It says here, by the time he figures it out, we'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't die next year. Yeah, Shit, man. I want to be alive. For real, nah, bro. I'm telling you, it's just it, it, with him. It's it's with Tannehill. It's it to me. It's He's got to be. He's got to be the most frustrating Dolphins player we've had in a long time for me personally. Because what about your of the fact, be, Because of the fact that we drafted him so high, you know what I mean. But what frustrating? That was the coach decision because oh. the coach used to coach him in college. Yeah, I know Mike Sherman. Yes, Mike Sherman. Him, yeah. yeah. Um, what frustrates me the most, Gus, is it, it, I like a little a little moxie with my players. I'm not gonna lie. I like a, mm-hmm. and as a quarterback. I feel like you gotta have a little, a little bravado, a little command of your team. You know what I mean? Like, like our boy. So if he had the same personality, but we were winning this whole time, you would still feel this way. I, I, I don't think that that that's possible. I don't think of that you can win with, is, that, with that personality. No, what you mean? Quarterbacks uh, that Eli Manning was winning with that personality. Yeah, man. Eli Manning is an exception, but he comes from you a see bloodline. How you just, you see. But he comes from a bloodline of, of, of incredible quarterback athletes. You know. Oh, um, but, his dad okay, didn't win. The more, in, in well, New but he was a quarterback. He was an ex- a, a, a successful quarterback. Okay. So what I'm saying is. If you look at your boy, Peyton Manning, who, mm-hmm. you, who you, you played with and you got to know, right? That guy commanded, that guy commanded a presence. He, uh, he, he really... He, yeah, he commanded, he commanded the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. He took control. He that. You look at the great quarterbacks, and, and you, you know it because you saw it firsthand. Um, a, a couple of weeks ago we, when we had Justin on, and he was telling us about Aaron Rodgers, same thing. You know what I mean? You look at these great quarterbacks, they have that little bit of a moxie. You got to have it. You know what I'm saying? And some of them can be the soft-spoken type, like the, what's the, like Bruno Mars who plays out in Seattle. What's his name? Oh, like, are you talking Russell, about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. him. He, you know, he's got... And Marcus Mariota. Yeah, Marcus Mariota. He's a little too quiet for me. Yeah. But I feel like with him, he's got an incredible skill set that's way better than Tannehill's. Okay. But he's got to... He's gotta like he's gotta change a little bit. I was really high on him last season, and then he really like just flatlined last season. This, man. you know, speaking of him too, him and Jameis Winston, I think this is their year too. They gotta figure it out. If they don't figure it out this year, one of them won't be on that team next year. If Marcus Mariota throws, if he just, oh, Jameis Winston's already he, gone. Yeah, he's dude. suspended he's, for like the first three first games. Three the first four games. But if he, if he, they're they're gonna get rid of him next year. I think they got too much money investing in him. But let's get back to Tannehill. Yeah. You know, you made a great point. Is that He's very, I want to say, passive aggressive. Yeah, man. You know, he, if he wants to really, really command that team, he has to step out of his comfort zone and lead the team. Yeah. Take ownership of defaults. Take ownership of demanding, I want to be the person that has the ball in my hand when it's time to win. 
if he does that, the organization be like, okay, this is, this is what we want. This and maybe he's like that. Maybe he is, you know, in the huddle and stuff. And maybe the players, but it's never reported. It's, it's not shown on TV. It's not yeah. showing up anywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, he's, he comes off like a like a tennis player. That's what they said here. He's just like, like a, a soft tennis, tennis player. player. You know, and it's just you know he rubs me the wrong way, man. And I'm just to the point where I'm just so frustrated. Yeah, Some of these tennis players are bad boys, man. No, I know, man. <laughs> he's, but he's being a little too much of a bitch. Anyway, okay. In other NFL news here from the uh, the source himself, what else can you tell us? Uh, this guy, Saquon Barkley, a lot of money. Ooh, yeah. For and, rookie, huh? you know, I, and I just, if I'm reading it right, he, all his money is guaranteed. Now, yeah. And he was the second pick. I believe he just got more money than, than, uh, than the number one pick. The number one pick. Damn. He just signed us now. Has that ever happened before? I, that, that, that never happens. That's great. That never happens. That's awesome. Unless, unless I'm reading it wrong because I just saw that uh, – um, uh, dang, I just forgot the quarterback for the Browns' name just now for some reason. Oh, uh, oh Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield. I was going to say uh, uh, Baker or something. But Baker Mayfield, I think he just got $35 million. Okay. And, uh, and not Barkley, Barkley, not all of it guaranteed. Yeah. Barkley has everything guaranteed, and yeah. I think it's $36 million. That's awesome. That's some shit, bro. I want some of that Good for him. flow, bro. But he, I, the reason I think they're doing that, too, for him is because they see a ceiling that Ezekiel Elliott, they see uh, Todd Gurley style. Going into his last year of his contract, he's going to get paid very well. Mm-hmm. So they're beating, they're, they're expecting him to play like that so then he'll have to go back to the table for a, re, a new deal. And then once yeah. that contract is over, they can give him a new deal. The Giants are being very uh, aggressive with his contract. Yeah. And rightly so because that guy, man, look. He looks like a he, monster, that man. boy. That boy is something else, man. His highlight speaks for itself. Yeah. It speaks for itself, and you add Odell, Odell Beckham to be a, a distraction to get people outside the box. Man. Well, I think I think it's the 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 scary thing about the uh, about the Giants is the one thing as much as nobody likes that mouth breather Eli Manning, mm-hmm. um, the one thing that he hasn't had in quite a few years is a running game. So yeah. when you don't have any running game, you don't have a threat. So they're going to stack yeah. the box. You know, they're going to give you the pressure. They're going to shut down your receivers. And even with that, uh, Beckham was still putting up numbers, and Eli was still putting up numbers. But they were one-dimensional. They were just passed. Yeah. They had nothing, bro. Yeah. They had some – what was that guy, the running back that we had in fantasy a couple years ago? Uh, I, I can't remember the giant. Yeah, that weird name, or Darko or something. Oh, yeah, anyway, if you know on the chat there, let us know. Uh, but anyway, the – with this, this adds a whole new element. If this guy is, is as good as advertised, okay, which that's still a big if. We've seen guys like this. You know, don't forget, Trent Richardson was the number three pick overall. Yeah. And that guy ended up being a yeah, complete bust. bump. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? That's you know, Saquon, Saquon Barkley, okay, his contract says four-year, $31 million, a rookie, according to the sources, first-round pick. Yeah. His, he got a, immediately, once he signed his contract, he got a $15 million check right yeah. then and there. Ooh. So that's, nice. that's what he's getting. Each year he's going to get the rest of that. Yeah. So, uh, he, he's he's going to earn that money, though. He, he, he's definitely going to earn all that money. It's definitely we'll, – we'll, we'll see. If he, if he's as good as advertised, I think the Giants are scary. I'm not going to lie. I think they have yeah. – they, they got quite a nice team over there. But then we'll see. Now, I'm looking here at the uh, preseason. ESPN does have this here available for me, the uh, power <laughs> rankings, okay, yeah. of uh, going into season. So, they got right now – let's see, the two – they got the Eagles still at one. And their free agency ranking was uh, one. Nothing has changed here. So they got the they got the Eagles, Patriots, Steelers, the Saints, bro. Mm-hmm. Saints. Mm-hmm. And then the Vikings at number five. Now I think the team here that they got at six. This is the team that I'm like looking forward to watching this season. Probably, probably the most outside of the outside of the Dolphins here. Obviously Dolphins just because of the home homer fact. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a you know if I'm just a guy who enjoys the game. I want to see what's going to happen in L.A., bro. I think the Rams got some shit going, bro. They added yeah. a key to leave. Yeah. They added, uh, what's the kid, uh, Peterson from the Chiefs? Kansas City, the Chiefs, yeah. The Chiefs guy. Yeah, he's a, they, he's a, he's a, a great cornerback. Yeah, they I got, got in Dominican Sue. Dominican Sue, yeah. You know, they beefed up that defense, bro. Yeah, and they were already a And they just signed uh, uh, Austin, the receiver that he got from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he was the first-round pick for the New Orleans Saints a couple years back. Austin? No, Brandon Cooks. Brandon, I saw oh, yeah. Brandon Cooks. Thank yep. you for correcting me. I'm I'm kind of infactual today. Yeah, he they just signed him. They just signed him into a, a, a new a, a a good a very good deal. And to correct my statement about the the, the money that Baker Mayfield got, he actually got more than 
Saquon Barkley got oh. thirty two point five million. Saquon got thirty one million. Damn. So they but Saquon got more guaranteed. More that's what it more looks guaranteed. like. Yes, more guaranteed. I'm telling you, I'm I'm keeping an eye on the Rams, man. Yeah. I like they, 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 they were already good and they added all these guys. Like they've added yeah, a lot scary. of people. Man, this can go both ways, yo. But exactly, exactly. At the same time that I look at the Rams, you know what I can't help but think of the Eagles. The Eagles. The from year when Vince ago. Young was there, he's like, we're yeah. a dream team. Shut your ass up. Oh, yeah, what was that? What, and Nandi Abzawa. Oh, Nandi yeah. Abzawa. Yeah. I thought, man, I thought that guy was gonna ball man, out. Man, Nandi, he fell. Off that guy went from like hero to whoa, caca in one season, bro. And he I got remember, paid though. He got, he got paid. paid. I remember I was mad that the Dolphins didn't pick him up, but then uh, they like, saw they saw they, they, they yeah, saw something, God, bro. Yeah. Did you uh, did you? Nah, not with Nami. No, no, I left right with Nami. I I left when uh, when they signed Asante Samuel. Uh, Asante Samuel. Oh, okay. They gave him that twenty-two million dollars, like guarantee money, and I like Asante, bro. I always thought Asante Samuel was a really, really, really good player. I he thought was. He was, was a game. Changer. He was very extinctive. Like he knew. He yeah. really knew the offense. He was a turnover machine, bro. Yeah. The guy was legit turnover machine. He would always, uh, you know, be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. But uh, is there any other team that you're looking forward to to watching this season, Gus? Or um, what are you guys looking forward? Raiders, to? Raiders, bro. I want to see Chucky, bro. The Raiders. Thing. The Raiders are projected pretty fucking low, bro. That, yeah, yeah, I know. that division is strong. Yeah, I we just want to. I just want to see. Uh, they got the Raiders Chucky, at bro. nineteen, man. Yeah, they have. They have Denver still looks good. The Chiefs look good in that division, and then the Chargers. The Chargers is a team. That yeah, the Chargers. They the really Chargers think. Chargers are gonna be the. Yeah. Are they gonna play in uh, LA Galaxy Stadium again? <laughs> All the stub up center, man. Yeah. Damn. That's my, a tough stub up. My, my pick to really and. I was right two years ago about the Jaguars. Uh-huh. I'm going to be right again right now. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs. Oh, again with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Why I'm, are we you, talking? You about asked me a question, Browns? bro, and I'm being straight up with you, man. You're fair enough. All the right, Cleveland, the Cleveland, Tyrod Taylor. This is what's going to happen with him. If he goes one and three, they're going to put the rookie in. Yeah. Yeah. If he's two and two, it's still going to be a, it's going to be a con, a quarterback controversy. If he goes three and one, they go let him ride out the rest of the season. A lot of ass right there, bro. You're asking. Seen that one, one game in two seasons. You know who's uh, they got Cleveland at 31. They got fair the enough. Colts at 32. That's crazy. They got the Colts at 32. And Andrew Luck is back. Andrew Luck is apparently back. Is he? Like they said, he's he's back. He's throwing. He's throwing. He's, he's throwing the ball. Um, but guess Good. so that's the bottom two. Guess who's number third from the bottom? The Dolphins. Yeah, bro. <laughs> And this the, is what I'm talking about. They've this lost is, a lot of players, I man. know, but this is what Tannehill has gotten us to, bro. We're the what? third That's worst not his team. That's not his fault, bro. bro. What are you talking players. about? He took them to the playoffs stop, last stop, year. Stop trolling the show, Edwin. God bro, damn it. That guy, man. This is where we are. We got Tannehill, and we're the third worst projected I guarantee you, if we didn't have Tannehill, y'all guys wouldn't have been to the playoffs the past The four years he's been there, he took you to the playoffs twice. If you didn't have him, one, you wouldn't be in the playoffs. One time. One time? Was it once? Once, and he's been here forever. Listen, let me ask you. What about this? How bad of a time is it in Miami sports right now mm-hmm. that the Dolphins are ranked preseason rank here thirty, you know, thirtieth out of thirty-two teams? The Marlins are projected to have a historically bad finish, but surprisingly, they're playing really well. But they're yeah. still a bad team right now. Okay, Miami Heat, we got nothing, bro. We're talking about sending Wade to China. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're talking about deporting Wade, and 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 and, and, and hopefully somehow somebody takes these bad contracts off the books for us, and yeah. that we maybe win a few games next season. We have no hope. In three of our big sports franchises, and in the Panthers, as good as that they are, as good as they are, and how we've covered them, we've had the pleasure of covering them last season, and we're excited about it because we've seen it. But they get no pub. They could be hit or miss. You know what I mean? They I could be. They're uh, a report. I forget which website put out like the they graded their mm-hmm. off-season moves of all the NHL yeah. teams. Panthers got an A minus, dude. Yeah, the Panthers are are good and they're really good. But in hockey, it's very it's a more of a. Um, it's, 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 it's a different variable when it comes to these teams. Like it, it, teams that are like last season, the Panthers were projected to be really good, also going into it. But they got off to a horrible start, and then yeah. at the end, they were struggling and trying to make it as an eight seed. There's just too much parity in hockey. I mean, they went on a they went on a hot streak. They went on a hot streak. Lemon City, Lemon City hot streak. You know, but I think it's just too much parity in hockey that it's hard to get a real good gauge of how good a team is until the season starts. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think right now that doesn't provide enough. Um, excitement mm-hmm. for the fans on here to be like, oh, hey, the Panthers. Well, mm-hmm. so I feel like they're a victim of their own, you know, success. But I think, the, well, yeah, and that that they're they're, they're yeah, all the way in the other they, side they of the They got they did. They I think if you up. followed if you followed the Panthers throughout the ending of last season, you're mm-hmm. gonna be excited going into this season. Yeah, you know what you can look forward to going into next year though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kane's football though. 
Oh. Now, Canes football, that's what I was going to get at. Canes football right now is probably the only singular sports team that we have that we yeah. can actually get excited They're about. projected to win the Coastal again. Yeah. But we have to But if we have to win the first game against LSU. Oh, of course. Of we course. must win that game. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, and, that, can, that right there can dictate our entire season. Oh, no, it will dictate. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it, will, it will definitely dictate the whole entire season. And unfortunately, I'm... Not, LSU is not really that good this year. They're not that good. But, but we have to beat them. The game them. Is, is in Death Valley? Uh, uh, no, it was actually no. Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Oh, that's yeah. right. They're playing at, at Cowboys. Okay. Jerry World. Jerry World. You should go. All right, let's, let's put in for that one. Yeah. Um... It's it's a neutral playing field, but I don't know, man. We're also with with the Canes, with the Canes. I, I I hate to say this, but I also feel a little bit like I did with the the Heat a couple seasons ago. Eleven and thirty, or thirty and eleven. You know, there was a tale of two parts of that season. You know, mm-hmm. the Heat were like they started off eleven and thirty, but they finished thirty and eleven. Mm-hmm. Which Heat team was it the following season? And it ended up being more of a of a mixture of both, but it ended up really just being two wins better than. Than the season before, so that to me tells me it's more of an eleven and thirty team, mm-hmm. not that thirty, 30 and eleven. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes were right ten and zero, but then finished zero and four. Yeah, you know with the which two, one? Which one do we have? I get which what you're one, and that's what worries me. We 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 lost the last two um, regular season games, and then we lost. Then we lost the, 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 the championship game. The championship Wisconsin. Game Clemson. We got rocked by Wisconsin. We got rocked by Clemson, and then we got beat by Wisconsin. Yeah, we I knew I knew what was going to happen with Clemson. I, I didn't think we, once we lost against uh, Pitt. Yeah, I knew it was what happened with, with Clemson. Clemson. It was like, okay, I could see that. You know what I mean? We could, we could. They had a better team than they, us. They, yeah, that was a great team. Yeah, but still, man, I don't know, bro. Kane's the court, the quarterback play has to be much yeah. better. Rozier Kane's, has to be much better. Kane's did suffer some key injuries at the end of last season, but still, you gotta have season. that depth. But yeah, we got, we season. got we so much. Mark. We got depth now. Yeah, we didn't. We have, have Walton, so much depth now. Else. Like it's, it's not even funny, yo. That, that team is loaded. So there's no excuses this year. Quarterback probably. The backup is not really – I don't think he's ready for the big games. Mm-hmm. But if, if they're grooming him, if they, have a, if they have a package for him, if something happens and we get deep into the season and we're still undefeated, they're going to have to figure it out. Because once, this is a sucky part about college football. As you get close to the end of the season, you can't, you, you can't, you can't play close in your games and you can't lose the game. Yeah. You can get away with it in the beginning of the season because you have more leverage to make up that going to closer to the, closer to the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, that's how Alabama gets away with yeah. seasons where they always lose. They always lose the beginning the of the beginning season. Beginning of season. Yeah. You know? But if you show like you're shitty in the end of, of the like the last three games of the year, and you lose the last game of the year against a team that was ranked but is not good, your chances of the BCS is over. You could be ten ten and one, it's not in the ACC, yeah. SEC. You can get away with that. So yeah, Miami knows that. Give, the yeah. Miami knows that. So now we have we have the ACC championship now. So that can give us some leverage. But I don't want to leave it up to that. We have to go and dominate. And LSU is extremely important, bro. We have to win that game. I don't care if we won by one. We have to win that game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know what? I just I don't want to see Alabama get another freebie. I don't either. That's, I don't. I don't. And they don't even play in their own uh, conference championship, championship game, and that, they make the playoffs. Come and on. yeah, that's Fuck man. I can't get mad at them. You got to get mad at the BCS. Yeah, yeah. You got to get mad at them. Committee. Yeah, the playoff. Yeah, the playoff committee. Let's use those terms. You can't get mad at Alabama. The playoff committee. They they saw a dollar. Yeah. And, yeah. and they saw and they made sense to them to put Alabama in there. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I said at the beginning of the season, guys, football right there, bro. Let me say the beginning of the beginning of the the broadcast tonight. <laughs> we're uh, we're one. One more weekend without football away, and now we'll be in the uh, – and then it's nothing but football all the way up until after the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. All right. Now, speaking of football, we're going to talk about a little different type of football, the, the kind that you actually only use your feet. Nice. All right. Let's, let's, we're we're going to do this a little quickly here, bro. We got a foot fetish. We got a, we got a foot <laughs> fetish over here we're going to talk about. So last time we were on, we were leading up to the World Cup final. Since then, it's been, it's been about a week and a couple of days now since the, uh, since the final happened, since France yeah. was crowned champion. And, I mean, everybody's talked ad nauseum about it already, and I'm sure everybody in our circle of friends and everybody that you know has, has mentioned it. But I, uh, but I, we didn't talk about it, but motherfuckers. We didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it. I don't want to take too long talking about it because there's also some local so- soccer stuff that I think is a little more prevalent. But I will say this. There was, uh, there was a couple of things that I was kind of impressed with. Or, my, or let's just put it this way. What was your biggest takeaway from, from the World Cup in general? And it, oh, it, it, was, it, was the, it was the cup of upsets. 
couple it, of it was the cup set. The cup if set. If you will. Okay. And uh T D are you did you have any uh I, I was I was thinking Mexico was gonna do something. I was really looking forward to them to push it to the to the finals. But yeah, that's I, I was I was really looking forward to them to push it to the finals. They did yeah. what they always do. <laughs> yeah, they did what they always do, which is lose. Um, in the same round. Yeah, in the same round for since you know before I was born. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my biggest takeaway was the the I was so impressed with Mbappe's maturity, yeah. how he stepped up on the stage, and I'm really curious to see how this is going to carry over into the club season now. You know what I mean? How uh-huh. is he going to be able to like to, to to take this this level, this excitement, this attention that he has on him right now? You know, in in, in a sport where it's like, oh, you're hot. Let me just give you money. Come over here and play. You know what I mean? There's no, it, it, there's no longer proving him any yourself anymore in in um, in club football anymore in club soccer. Now it's just, yeah. oh, you're hot. We're gonna pay you a bunch of money and then prove yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at these guys and you're looking at these That's players. That's the right way to do it. Yeah, you know, it, which which is great for the players. <laughs> yeah, great exactly. For the players, but it, you know, your team can either be set back really hard if you invest in the wrong guy, or you can miss out if your you know guy that could be the future gets taken away from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll see. I'm I'm actually kind of curious about that. But you know, I thought I, I think uh, you want to go the club route. PSG, which is the team yeah. that Mbappe plays for, would have been better suited to bring him, bring in Mbappe, not invest all that money in Neymar, and and instead invest all that money into building up other key positions on the team. Yeah. I think Mbappe is Mbappe is uh, clearly good enough to take the mantle and be the leader of that squad on the field, yeah. and with with a better uh, surrounding cast around that around him in PSG, I think they would. Be a Champions League contender, but he's also 19, bro. So you know, yeah. they, there's that's the thing. That, that's what I'm curious to see how he's gonna how he's gonna adapt to this uh, yeah. this this level of pressure. But let me ask you here, Gus, since you're uh, you know you're a big soccer guy. Yeah, I heard you like to like watching every once in a while. Who had the worst? Who who had the worst World Cup here? Was it Messi, Ronaldo, or Neymar? Oh, Neymar. 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 He made a clown out of himself. Bro. Yes, I agree. He made a clown. I'm out surprised of by your answer. I, I, I agree. I yeah. think it's Neymar. I didn't think you were going to go that route, but I thought Neymar, because of how good Mbappe looked, you know, and how he yeah. handled all the pressure and everything like that. Now, I will say this. Neymar, a little bit of saving face, just a little bit. He posted out that video on his social media where, you know, he, sell, he yelled out Neymar, and everybody started dropping and doing the Neymar challenge, and he laughed about it a little bit. Yeah. I'm glad you can laugh about it, but you still, you know, you fucked up your, 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 your chance here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because... Such a skilled player, and we said it throughout the yeah, whole tournament. Man. He's he, got all the skill in the world. It's tough to, um, it's tough to really um, get support that it. guy. Yeah, yeah it is, man. It. I remember when, when I, I'm a Barcelona fan. When he came to Barcelona, I was like, oh, I cringed. Like I was like, okay, he's gonna, you know, help the team, but god damn it, Neymar. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a weird thing when a guy you don't like comes to your team. Yeah. Now, uh, guys that are still hanging out with us, and I know it's we're getting to wee hours of the night. We're wrapping it up soon. But uh, but thank you guys for the subscribes, the likes, the uh, the shares. Tell your tell your people. We're gonna try and keep this going. Uh, maybe again next week. See how yeah. it is. Now thank speaking you. of next week, um, we got some stuff on the docket here. Okay, we got this weekend. We have Miami FC is uh, is hosting Duluth FC. I think it is some weird yeah. NPSL team. Yeah, Duluth. Duluth, <laughs> Duluth right? It's Duluth, and they're Isn't hosting it from them. Pennsylvania. I forget. Uh, it's a Duluth, Georgia. Probably from there. Oh, yeah, I think. yeah. So they're, ho- they're hosting them, and then there's one more game and then potentially the final. So Miami FC is making their run yeah. through the NPSL. They're, they're, they're waxing people, but it's a, little, it's a little unfair. Like, these teams are just not at the same level. Yeah, but this I mean, is good. Collect trophies, man. Look, this, That's all I care the about. The team that they It's played, not their fault. No, it's not they their just, fault. Yeah. yeah, this past Saturday, they played Little Rock, yeah. Little Rock Rangers, and uh, the team had to start a GoFundMe account to raise enough money to make the trip over wow, here. Wow, yeah. the budget. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But uh, but speaking of last week's game, our boy, I got a, I was at a bridal shower on Saturday, so I couldn't make it out to the Miami FC game, prior commitments, unfortunately. Um, but our boy, Trisha Fungus over here, that's right. Not only got to cover the game, but uh, took Lemon City to another level. <laughs> tell us uh, tell us a little bit about what you did. So our boy Achilles, you know, he's the friend he, of the show, friend of the show, friend of the, friend of the show. show. Yeah. Achilles, big boy, works for Miami FC. He he uh, sent us a text message. Hey. Well, when do you guys want to be the PA announcer today? <laughs> He's like dead ass. I need a pa- yeah. I need a PA announcer for tonight's yeah, game. Like I'm not an- kidding. Can yeah. you help? <laughs> it was like an hour and a half before the game starts. I was like, shit, can't be late today. <laughs> so I accepted. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. 
as soon as I as soon as I accepted, I went, I took a shit, and got dressed, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I head to the game. Got there, got there with plenty of time to uh, be able to look over all the reads and everything. And nice, yeah, man, I did a good job. Proud of you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there was one little fuck up, which is which that I, was, I was pretty embarrassed about at the half. When I said the score, I said it was one to zero. It was actually two to zero. So I immediately corrected myself, but I was still pretty embarrassed about that. Wow. I'm saying, but players fuck up. But I, it was overshadowed by Achilles' fuck up. Oh yeah, what was Achilles? So Achilles was on on sound, uh-huh. right? He was running the the sound, and during the national anthem, he accidentally played music. <laughs> like, <laughs> Come on, Achilles. Oh, dude. He was, dang, he was killing himself about that, man. I was, I was like, man, don't bro. worry about it, bro. He, he doesn't usually do sound. We were both doing something for the first time. Yeah. So naturally, we had to fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> naturally, that's what's going to happen. And you yeah. won't never do it again, I bet you that. I was super yeah. jealous because I, I really wanted to be a PA announcer. Like, that is, like, oh, yeah. I would. Dude, I would it, was, it was a lot of fun, man. Cool, I, got to like, yell, I got to yell goal. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was like, go. You know, I was like, guy. You were that guy? Whenever you hear somebody yell, go, I was that guy. And that's Saturday. another Miami FC goal by Jaime yeah. Chavez. Oh. Right? Was it like that? I, I told you, I always, always liked your voice, Gus. Like, oh, you got that man. voice, bro. Yeah? Mine. Yeah, I like your right. voice, man. That makes me happy. I'm a happy camper. Yeah. Good. <laughs> but see, but, uh, see, it would have been cool because I would have been like, or what I was thinking, as soon as they said this stuff, I was like, oh, man, I get to call substitutions. Like, coming in <laughs> yes. for your Miami FC, this substitution is brought to you by Lemon City Live. Yeah, you could throw it. <laughs> yeah, onto the throw field, yeah. number 10, Ariel Martinez. Yes, yeah, I, want, I want us to be invited back to do it, so I, I didn't do that. Uh, hey, bro, sometimes you got to seize the moment, bro. Seize the moment but in front of all those people there. <laughs> there was, when they added extra time at the half, it was two minutes, mm-hmm. and I wanted to steal Mike Biamonte's Dos Minutos. Man. Dos oh, Minutos! I didn't do it. But what I did get to do is, you know how the Day Brigade has that Mason Trafford mm-hmm. song? There's only one Mason, Mason Trafford. Trafford. <laughs> so that day, they happened to be giving away a Mason Trafford signed jersey. Nice. So when I read that read, I was like, oh, head over to uh, the Miami Sea Foundation tent to win a Mason Trafford signed jersey. And then I said, there's only one Mason, Mason Trafford. Trafford. <laughs> that was fun. Nice. Yeah. I like it, dude. That was, but, my, that was my joke of the day. That was your joke of the day. But it was a good time. Yeah. Gus represented Lemon City Live uh, very honorably. Thank you very much for doing that, Gus. Yeah, man. Um, so now we have, a, we have a bit of a conundrum here. We have a International Champions Cup. We have a big uh, Saturday night game. This is a big scheduling faux pas by uh, Miami FC here, I got to admit. I thought they would... Uh... They are not the ones that handle the schedule. Well, okay, the but, you know... This, MPSL. Scheduling football that affects Miami FC, then. Oh, okay. Um, because, yeah, the same night that they're going to be playing their playoff game or another playoff game here, they're also, there's also going to be a giant, two big uh, you know, soccer teams, uh, Manchester City and Bayern Munich, is going to be playing at the Hard Rock Stadium. So, it's going to be a tough, tough pool to get people in there. We are, uh, we're still... It's, it's going to be just Day Brigade, probably. <laughs> it's going to be just Day Brigade. We're still trying to figure out exactly how we're going to handle it. Um, we might have to be at both places at once. That's fine. But we'll see. We'll see how we do it. But that's coming up. We also have uh, Real Madrid versus, uh, what is it? Real Madrid versus Manchester United next Tuesday, which leads us to this next conundrum here. If, uh, if all goes well there, then we might have to record a day early, I'm thinking. A day early or a day later. Or a day later. A day early, so we can have our... Our, right. uh, our homeboy here join us. I think that would probably be the most logical. So stay tuned. Next week, we might be on Monday, might be on Tuesday, might be on Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> well, as we get closer to the day, we're we'll know. We'll, uh, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. But I think that's, um, that's uh, oh, it, oh, wait, we got a, a sign-off message over here. It says, peace, fellas, good show, and good night. Fuck LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good so, job. Good job there. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's the sign-off for everything. Um, so yeah, so we got that coming up next Tuesday. So that our, our schedule for the next week is a little, a little revolving, and it's up in the air right now. We're trying to figure it out, but stay with us. You know, LemonCityLive.com. We're always working to bring you the best content. We got the Nonsense Podcast. We got the Lemon City Live Podcast. We got the Cheap Seats articles. I've been writing stuff about the Rays. I know a lot about Rays baseball now, man. That's great. You know, so I, uh, <laughs> I've been doing that beat. We doing, uh, we do a lot of stuff there. We got the 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 Big Three coverage that we did. Plus, we got Orlando Pride, women's soccer. We got Orlando City, men's soccer, Miami FC. We do a lot, man. We got We're doing a lot everything, there. baby. So go out there. Go on our website. Give us a like. Give us a share. We really, we really, really appreciate it. I want to thank the people for, uh, for sticking with us here tonight. Did you say Rowdies? The Rowdies. Oh, we do Rowdies as well. Shout out to Tampa, man. They've been yeah. real good to us, man. Yeah, man. Tampa's a, Tampa City FC. Thanks, Tampa. You know, oh, we got a new subscriber. Thank you, Nathan. Yes, sir. For the subscription. 
Appreciate it, Nathan. Appreciate it. Says got to do this again next week. Absolutely. We'll uh, we'll be doing it next week. It'll be a lot of fun. So, um, any parting parting last words here before we sign off for the night? Go! <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, hey. All right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we're done. Yeah, we're good, we're yeah. good man. We're good. Thank we're you. Good. You thank, too. Thank yes. you, you too. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you for being part of the we're first ever you. City Live. We're we really sorry do. it took Live 120 stream. episodes. We uh, we definitely we we will do we will do this again. Yeah. And uh, but thank you to to everybody who watched, everybody who's listening throughout the week, and everybody who's helped out, all the subscribers, all the likes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think that's it, man. That's it. Good Shout night, out to my guys. people in Nicaragua. All right, guys. Send you. us home. Hit the horns. <laughs> How dare you? Stop being a bitch!